0: So this Easter is really unlike any Easter we've ever experienced before, and so I wanted to bring a message about Easter uh, that maybe I haven't done before in a way that I haven't done before. I've stood before people, I've stood before cameras, but never made it like uh, audio recording, a podcast, if you will. So I want to do this series, and I'm not saying that it will extend anything past Easter, But if it does, to God be the glory, right? Uh, Because that's what it's always supposed to be about anyway. So this is part one of a series that I'm calling Sunday is Coming. This is Friday. Friday is not a day that we want to dwell in. Friday is not the day of victory. It's the day of uncertainty. It's the day that... Our world crashes around us. See, on Friday is the day that Jesus started out in the garden. He started out praying. He started out begging God to let this cup pass. He started out in the garden where blood was coming out of his pores. He was literally sweating blood over us. Friday is a day filled with fright and being scared. Friday is a day that Peter didn't understand what was going on and so he pulled his sword and cut a man's ear off and then he was chastised for doing so because if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. That same Peter would later deny Jesus three times and feel so heartbroken over it that he would mourn because he had failed after so boastfully saying that he was a follower. Friday... It's not a day we think of as good, and yet we call this Friday Good Friday. And maybe there is some good to be found in it because maybe without going to the cross we would not have the salvation, we would not have the resurrection, but Friday is filled with so much pain and so much loss it's hard to get past it a lot of times. And today, we're in a world where we're stuck in a Friday. We're surrounded by the same fear and the same uncertainty. We have a virus, the pandemic, that is closing down our country and closing down the world. And we see schools with doors shut. We see concerts with doors shut. We see churches with doors shut. But the one thing that should never be shut is the Bible. The one thing that should never be shut is our mouth as we speak and preach the gospel and we reach a world that is lost and hurting. But it's so tough when we're so uncertain ourselves and we we thought we knew how to do church. We thought we knew how the plan was supposed to go, how we were supposed to reach people. We just have to get them to come between those doors, to come in and sit in a pew, to sit in a chair and to listen to a man in a suit. Stand up and preach the word. All we had to do was convince them to come in. And now we're stuck in a world where there is no end. We're all stuck in our own homes. We're all stuck in our own minds. We're all stuck in uncertainty and being scared. But even though it's Friday... Even though it's uncertain, even though we don't understand the plan, I know that God still moves. I know that God wants something more. I know that there is purpose in the pain. I know that this mess will become a message eventually. I know that everything that's in my mind, the anxiety, that there is a purpose, that God is trying to coax us and move us and push us. To somewhere and stretch us beyond our own natural means. To stretch us in our faith. To stretch us in our belief. To stretch us in our capabilities and abilities. That we can just move forward in faith. I don't understand what it is that he's doing. And maybe, yeah maybe I'm a little shaken. But really and truly I think we should all just be awake. We all have to open our eyes and open our ears and start looking at this world and realizing exactly what's happened. For far too long we've been lulled asleep. We've been comfortable in our pews. We've been comfortable as as takers of the word instead of givers of the word. We have taken everything out of context in the scripture. We have taken as week after week our pastor spoon feeds us the gospel. But never once have we stepped a little bit further out on our own. Never once have we decided that we too are ministers, that perhaps the teachers and the preachers are just there to equip us, but we have to move forward. We have to move outward. See, it's their job to get us ready for the commission, but it is us who have been commissioned who have to go out the doors, who have to reach the souls. But for too long, we've been sitting at the table, the table that is church. We've been sitting at this table and we've been eating up the gospel and eating up the word, but we've never progressed and it's almost become a gluttony. We have been gluttonous that the preachers speak words that tickle our ears and make us feel good, and that there's just enough conviction sprinkled in that we can say that God is moving. Have we lost our flavor? Have we quit being salt of the world? Have we quit being a light to those who are trapped in darkness? I thought we were supposed to walk in the light. The only way we walk in the light is if we take it with us. Because this world has become a dark place. So the only way we can walk in the light is if we spread it ourselves. If we take our candle and we go forward. If we... Take a new step and a new path every single day, and as we run into people and as we come in contact with them, the spirit be flowing off of us and our willingness to speak of the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ, that we are so willing to give it that they have no choice but to get their candle lit by it. So where there was one light, there was two, and where there was two, there was four, and where there was four, there was sixteen, and so on and so forth. That. We all just keep expanding. This is the purpose. This is what scripture meant when it was said to go out and make disciples of the world. But we've been stuck in doors. We've been stuck in doors. We've been stuck in comfort. And so now Friday has arrived and the comfort has been ripped away. And I'm not saying that God sent a virus I'm not saying that God wanted people to die. I'm not saying that all this tragedy and uncertainty around us is his doing. But maybe, just maybe, he took his arms of protection away. Maybe, just maybe, he allowed this to happen. Because he knew this is the only thing tragic enough, violent enough, strong enough to shake his church back awake. That now we have an opportunity. Now we have a chance. Now we have can go forth and you're sitting there going we can't go forth we're stuck in our homes I beg to differ you still go out and you meet people in the grocery store many of you are still essential workers that have to go out every single day many of you type and text messages away all day long on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever have you. You have a platform. You have influence. There's a story in, I believe, 2 Kings chapter 13. And it talks about an old prophet who had no longer had the hand of God upon him. He had become just like the people he had been sent toward. He had become a puppet of an evil king. And in his jealousy and in his arrogance, he acted to pull in another young man of God. He thought, maybe I could re-grab a hold of that glory I once had. Maybe I could get back on fire. And he brought him in and he lied to him. And he misled him. And those lies and that deceit led to the young prophet's death. That young prophet never made it home. He never made it back to the land of his father's. He got buried in a tomb, a tomb that would become that old prophet's tomb. See, that old prophet ended up having bones in his tomb, bones that he was responsible for, bones that because of his influence, because of his platform, he had kept them away from that prophet's homeland. See, you have a platform, you have influence, you have the power to pull bones in you to into your tomb you can stop people from getting to where they are called to go get people from the promised land the place that God has called them to you are responsible you control your sons and daughters and their fate you control your spouse and how they will respond see how we live directly influences these people how we live directly influences that, str- that stranger on the street. And you're going, Jeremy, that doesn't even make sense. That makes no context whatsoever. But it does because your life will either push people toward God or pull them away from God. It will either push them toward an eternity in heaven or pull them into the pits of hell. Every action, public and private, have a consequence every bit of it there is a rhyme and a reason to and whether you know it or not whether you want to understand it and contemplate it your actions matter and so yes today is friday today is a day of cert of uncertainty today is a day of fear today We don't know what is next. All I know is I see death tolls going higher and higher and more and more people sick and more and more people without a job and more and more people who are hopeless and without answers. They don't know where to turn. So it's Friday. Will we stand strong? Will we be that light on Friday? That light that will guide them through to Sunday? That is the question we have to answer. So I ask you, whose bones are going to be in your tomb? Whose bones are going to be your responsibility? Who are you going to have to answer for when you stand before the Savior When He goes, why did they make it here also? What could you have done differently? I can tell you this. Hell is the worst place that you can wake up in. But a step worse than that is waking up in hell and your kids, your family, your friends being there with you. Heaven is a glorious place but I don't want to make it there alone. I want you there. I want my kids there. I want my wife, my dad, my brothers, my sister, all of them, I want them there with me. This is why we preach the gospel. This is why we share the good news because it is only good news if it's for everyone. It doesn't matter the condition of the person. It doesn't matter where they're from, how they live, what they've done. All that matters is they still have breath in them, and as long as they still have breath in them, there's still a chance that we can reach them. So let's go out, church. Today is Friday, but Sunday is coming.